Hello, hello, my above average tribe, and welcome back to the A Minus Life podcast. I am your host, Casey Jericho. And once again, I am so happy to have you here listening, and I hope we can laugh, learn, and grow together. Before I get into the topic for this week, I want to remind you guys that every review, like, share is so appreciated and really helps me and this channel out. So if you're not too busy while listening to this, it would be very appreciated if you could subscribe to this podcast or my YouTube channel, leave a rating, uh, leave a raving review on either platform. Also, please share with family, friends, even mortal enemies. I want to uh, also remind you guys that even though I have turned into a professional podcaster, my true love is my one-on-one lifestyle coaching company and our lifestyle app. If you are ready to make some sustainable and enjoyable change and learn what feeling good actually feels like, please click on the link in our show notes, on my Instagram, or on my website and join the team. You can use code A-LIFE10, spell out minus, to get 10% off any package you choose as a thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And now that my lovely spiel is over, let's keep showing up and get into it. Okay, so this week's, and bear with me, is going to be totally rogue, totally free-handed. I usually write notes about each podcast and just kind of look at them while I talk because you guys know I don't edit and it's just one and done, baby. But this time, I didn't write any notes and it's not going to be as long. It's going to be a nice short one. Maybe you could listen to it on a walk, but it's very important and it's going to be about accountability and actual consistency. So even though this may not be long, I really want you guys to try and listen to this and do some self-assessment as you listen to it and after you listen to it. So not too long ago, I was on a Zoom with my own coach, Aram, um, and one of his friend coaches, who's another badass. And there was a question and answer part of the Zoom where I asked this question. How, as a coach, do you explain to clients that going to the gym one day a week, one week, four days the next week, one day the next week, two days the next week is not training, is not consistent, and is not doing much for them at all, right? So I'm having this problem as a coach that I'm giving people workouts and Some weeks they'll go once, some weeks they'll go none, some weeks they'll go four times, some weeks back to back they'll go four times, but then they'll go zero and then they'll go one. And it's just this up and down, up and down of consistency in the gym. And it's this up and down, up and down consistency amongst other things too. So the first thing they said to me was, well, you have to you have to call out the inconsistency. And usually if they are that inconsistent in the gym, they are also pretty inconsistent in something else in their life, right? It's not just the gym. If they have the inability to show up four days a week 
at the gym, if this is a priority of theirs, they also probably have that issue other places, right? Let's say, for example, at work, do you give in one good project or do you teach one good lesson and then have three shitty ones? You probably do. And that's hard to hear, but it's true. Are you present at your family dinner like twice a week and then the rest of the week you're somewhere else in your headspace? Probably, right? Are you inconsistent in other things? Yes. And you may be like, no, I'm not. I just don't like the gym. Well, really self-assess and look there because you're a creature of habits and routine. So again, if there's inconsistencies in one aspect of your life, there's probably a lot of inconsistencies in others. And another thing that Aram had suggested was give your clients a calendar, right? Give, print out or send them a picture of the month of October calendar. Have them put an X in red of the days they went to the gym. Okay, have them do that. Then with a different color pen, have them put an X at the days they hit their macros within a certain cushion. So I gave my clients five grams carb, five grams protein, three grams fat, you know, standard cushion for nailing your macros, right? And have them look at it. So I sent all my clients this calendar and I gave them those directions. And I said, please send me back your colored in calendar. And first, I knew that most people that were having these inconsistency problems wouldn't even do it. One, because they know their calendar would look like shit. And two, because they don't do things or they don't admit to things that make them look not ideal. But for the clients that did it, and I give them all a pat on the back, because some of them did it and they didn't have the results or they, they knew it wouldn't be pretty and they did it anyway. And those are the people that I have hope for. And those are the people that are going to eventually get this. But it was very eye-opening for everybody to see it in black, red and blue, how consistent they've really been right? They see that some weeks they nail it and some weeks they're off and some weeks they nail it and then some weeks they're off. Some weeks they do great in the gym, but their macros are shit. Some days they don't go to the gym, but their nutrition is good. And what really stands out are the days where there's no X at all, right? So you didn't make it to the gym and you didn't hit your macros. Like what happened there? And for some people, that was eight days out of the month, That's a big chunk when the month's only 30 days. That's almost a third where you didn't do a workout or you didn't hit your macros. So that was a big aha moment. Other people, they had rarely any days with both X's. It was either one or the other. So I either hit my macros or I worked out. It was very rare I did both. That's another problem. And then for my ex or washed up athletes, right, the gym, the blue exes were all over the place, five, six days a week, every single week. But the macro exes were very rare, like twice. And I would write back to each one of them, I get it, working out is the easy part, but unfortunately, 
the working out is the 20% and the nutrition is the 80%. So they're great in the gym, but they don't match their efforts. Now, I didn't do this to make people feel bad or like to get them upset, but I do think it's important as a coach to be honest and to show people their true efforts, right? I'm not coaching preschoolers. I'm not coaching first graders. I'm coaching adults and I'm coaching adults that have chosen to pay me money to help them with this, right? It's not a charity. It's not pro bono. They are investing their hard-earned money. Every one of my clients works hard as hell at their job. And they are giving me not a lot of money. Just kidding. Um, You know, I'm not living in a castle. But they are paying me to help them. And I'm doing them a disservice if I am just a cheerleader. And if you are a client and you're listening to this, I hope you're realizing where my intentions come from. If you are not a client and maybe are thinking about it, I hope this gives you a clearer picture of what I do as a coach and what, what the good ones do, right? I will be your number one cheerleader. I will stand up and I don't really yell or cheer actually. I will clap really hard and I will say really nice things to you. Um, but I'm not going to do that if it's not earned or deserved, Right. If one of my clients had sent me back a calendar that was just a checkerboard of random X's and blanks, I'm not going to say great effort or at least you tried because that's bullshit. Right. As grown adults, if we try at something, we should be able to do it. Right. It's not often that we pick new skills or habits that are like absolutely so hard to do that even an effort is commendable, right? We're not trying to walk a balance beam or, you know, we're not trying to learn how to stand on our hands for six hours. We're trying to get to the gym. Do you see my point there? Like we use that word trying way too lax, right? If you are a 25 and older and that's even giving it a cushion, 25 and older human being, and you try and get to the gym on a Thursday, you need to fucking get to the gym, right? A meteor didn't happen and hit the road and your car and stop you. Yes, of course, there might be like an emergency, like a serious emergency that stops you. But if you're putting in effort and you're trying to get to the gym on certain days, you need to get there. Then you're not trying, right? If you're trying to hit your protein, hit your protein, plan it out and make sure you hit it, right? When you get to dinner and you don't want to eat that chicken, suck it up, eat the recipe you planned. Again, you're an adult. So I think we too often give ourselves too much credit and pat ourselves on the back too frequently because when we look at it on paper, We're actually not that consistent. And for the most part, I know these calendars would have been way worse a couple of months ago for my clients, right? Like that was my first thing. Even when people sent me the calendars and they were not proud of them, I do want to remind everybody that every single one of my clients and most people that join a coaching program, you do get better, right? You are better than the person, not better, but your habits get 
healthier than they were before you signed up, even if it's 1%, right? They are better. So these calendars that I made my clients fill out are 1,000% better than they would have been before they joined me. But they're not matching the goals and the expectations the clients have, right? A lot of the times my ladies are like, well, why aren't I losing weight or why don't I look better yet? And it's the expectation that's not matching the effort. Well, look at your calendar. Out of 31 days, you worked out 17. And out of 31 days, you hit your macros 15. So you're batting about a 50% right now. You can't expect much change when you're averaging a 50%. So putting it on paper, color coding it, really looking at it, made it very slap in the face for some of my girls. And again, I really appreciate the girls that did it because some of them did it and they knew the results were not going to be good, right? They didn't just avoid it because it wasn't going to be good news. They did it anyway. They owned it. And now when we do it again at the end of November, hopefully there's some more marks. The problem is with the people that avoided it, right? I know everybody saw it and I know people are busy, so maybe sitting down and filling out a calendar is not what they wanted to do. But again, priorities, right? And putting your own expectations and assessment on paper is important, right? I, my, I myself have not seen, you know, body comp changes or anything like that, but I'm also giving, I'm giving 95% effort at the gym, but my nutrition is lacking, And I know if I did a calendar, I would have very little perfect macro days. But I'm not asking my coach, like, why doesn't this work for me? Why am I not dropping pant sizes? All right, I understand the choices there. So we have to be more responsible for our expectations. If putting it on paper is going to really open your eyes to the effort, then we have to put it on paper. We also can't bitch and moan that we're giving up so much, right? We can't live in that land of, well, I want to do all the fun things and I want to lose weight. Like, I'm not willing to sacrifice this, but I want to lose weight still. Well, too bad, right? If you're not willing to sacrifice certain things, then you can't expect certain things, right? You can't expect to drop two jean sizes and have visible triceps if you're not willing to log calories Friday through Sunday, if you're not willing to meal prep, if it's too much time for you to plan ahead, it's too much effort. Ain't no one's asking you to climb Mount Everest. We're asking you to sit down on a Sunday and log some meals. Um, so I just thought this whole exercise was really awesome and it just really – nailed in some of the core principles that I try and tell my girls every once in a while and that can help everybody, right? Sometimes the fact that we've segued to so many electronic things and apps, we lose track of putting things down on paper and really looking at them, right? That's why journaling is so awesome. Um, It's something that I struggle with and I Definitely want to keep getting back on, but writing thoughts down, writing feelings down, writing down the days you work out and the days you hit your macros 
it's eye-opening and it shows you how actually consistent you've been. I bet if I had asked the people that filled out the calendars, they pretty much all would have overshot their consistency. They would have said, I've been 85 to 95%. And then you look at it and it's 60 to 70%. And yes, of course, some of those days they under ate, they didn't eat over. So it's not like they were overeating those days. And some days they were six grams away from carbs, not five. So it definitely fluctuated with how off they were. But if I'm already giving you a cushion window, there has to be some sort of cutoff, right? If I say, all right, count the days you were 10 grams close, people are going to be like, well, I was only 11 on this day, right? So that's endless. There has to be some hard cutoff. And even if you're under eating, it's not following protocol. It's not following direction. And also remember, like, I'm never trying to not help you. My whole business runs on success, right? I don't get clients if my previous clients don't succeed. So I'm trying to help you with everything I do or else my business isn't going to work. Like there's no tricks, not trying to sabotage you, not trying to make you not lose weight, then I my business would fold. So believe me, I am 1000% trying to do everything right for you. It's just that people don't necessarily, I don't think they choose not to listen but they're just not willing to make the changes. Um, I also asked him a question about like, how do I get people to stop using ex- not ex- excuses? Yeah, like excuses. Um, and everyone's excuses are validated. Like no one's making up excuses that are ridiculous, right? I don't hear from my clients. I can't because, you know, aliens sucked me up. Like the excuses aren't, crazy they're real right I, mean, I can't because my kids have a lot of events I can't because my work schedule is crazy I you know I can't da, 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 da. and Aram said like Siege like you are the walking example and I know you don't want to tell people that because it almost seems like bragging but it's not it's just showing them that it can be done and I try not to use myself as an example often because I do feel like it's a little not snotty and I don't want to put myself on a pedestal because I have a lot of shit I need to work on too and I'm no one special but he was right like I'm a full-time teacher I own my own business that has minimal help I am the CEO the COO the CFO the marketing specialist the financial I do it all all right I, I just finally hired one of my good friends for a little bit of help behind the scenes I have two kids that are young four and two Right? I'm a nursing mom. I, Again, I own this business. I own a house. I am a wife. I am not a sibling, so I don't have that. But I'm a daughter. I'm an only child, so I'm my parents' only support system. I have a lot of hats that I wear. And I get it done. And there's nothing special about me. I'm not a superhero. I don't have any tricks that other people don't. I don't have, you know, a nanny. I do have a great support system in the fact that my husband is supportive. I have family close that helps me, but I did create that, right? Me and my husband have not always been the best of teammates. We've had to work on that and we made it a point to work on that. And I stood up for myself and we've grown together as a couple. So that wasn't always there. That wasn't always easy either. Um, 
So if I can make it work because it's a priority to me, so can all of you. And I don't want to make my clients that don't have kids seem like their life is a breeze because when I didn't have kids, I thought my life was busy too. And that's not fair, right? I can't like laugh at them and be like, wait till you have kids. I mean, I do say that every once in a while. But before you're a parent, good Lord, you have all the fucking time in the world. And before I had kids, I worked multiple jobs too. So it wasn't like I wasn't doing things. And a lot of my non-parent clients do work multiple jobs, but you have all the time in the world. It's just that you're choosing to do other things, right? You don't need to go out with your friends four nights a week. You don't need to work three jobs. You might need to work two, right? But then you might have to get up early and work out. You have so much time. And for my moms and for my dads, I get that kids are time-consuming, believe me. And I know mine are younger, so they're not in so many activities, but they're also younger and need a lot more help and a lot more attention. So there's give and take on both ends there. Yes, we're not running to four different sports every day, but I also need to do everything for them still. They can't just like get up and feed themselves. So believe me, I'm needed. You also, and I'm going to make a whole podcast on this that's probably going to get me a lot of hate. You chose to have those kids and you also chose to put them in those activities. So stop using them as an excuse. You pick that, okay? Little Sally doesn't need to be in 74 sports. You pick that. Own it. Work around it. Um, Of course, you want to do the best thing you can for your kids, but also putting them in 74 things is not always the best option. But I have single moms of four on my roster that kill it. Okay? I have single moms of blended families, and somehow they have all the kids that kill it. I have moms with fake hearts and bionic pacemakers in their chests that kill it. So enough with the I can't because of this. You're choosing not to. And it's just about making things a priority, right? If you want to get fit, it can't be seventh on your list. You may have to get up at 4.30 like I do and go to the gym. And if you claim you can't, then it's just not a priority. You can. Because if I told you that if you got up at 4.30 on Monday to go to get up and I would give you a free flight to Bermuda, you'd get up. Right? If I told you you had to get up at 4.30 to win a million dollars, you'd get up. So you are physically able to get up. It's just that you don't want to. Right? You are able to tell your friends, I can't do this because I, you know, I want to go to the gym after work instead. It's just you don't want to. So let's look at that adherence calendar. Let's look at that accountability calendar and consistency calendar and really dive into why there aren't more X's. Why did the gym get missed? I was sick for a week. Guess what? You can go to the gym sick. Okay, maybe not hacking, sneezing, and coughing, but every workout, you don't need to be in your prime. You can go to the gym and walk. You can go to the gym and do lighter weight and still move your body, right? Like, You can go to the gym not feeling your best. It's allowed, right? You don't have to sit on your couch feeling bad for yourself with every cold you have. Why is your nutrition all over the place? Did you not prep? Did you just try and wing it? Did you go out to eat three nights a week? There's a reason why those X's are missing. 
So you can do that calendar and look at it and do two things. Have a pity party or fill it with excuses. Or look at the missing spots, identify what the issue was, and work on a pathway to fix that. That's what's going to change your identity. That's what's going to make you a stronger, better human. And that's what's going to make you such a fucking awesome role model for your kids. And I know, again, not every one of my clients has kids, but most want or most have. And if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for them. Show them that your body is a priority, that you as a human, as an individual are a priority. Do you want your kids putting themselves last? I surely hope not. I want my two kids to value themselves and make themselves a priority and their health a priority. I want them to live the best life they can. And a lot of that's going to have to do with how healthy they are. All right. I want them to move their body and appreciate the ability to move because you never know what's going to happen when that might get taken away from you. Right? And so much of so many of us say, I can't commit. I can't do it. Something is better than nothing. So even those calendars that had, you know, 14 out of 30 check marks, guess what? You're doing 14 times more than the person whose calendar is empty. So great job on that, right? You didn't wait till life slowed down to sign up. You signed up. Your calendar's not beautiful, but it's getting there and we're going to do something about it. We're going to make it better each month. But we have to self-reflect that calendar. We can't just look at it and push it away. We have to identify what happened on those days and how we can combat from those days happening again. Okay? I need to do the same thing myself. I need to figure out why I'm not diving into my nutrition now. I mean, I pretty much know because it's just not that important to me right now because I'm pretty happy with the way I look. But for most of my clients, they're in this process of trying to change the way they look. And if you're trying to change the way you look and how you feel, there needs to be constant effort, right? Imagine trying to change your financial situation, try to save money, and you have a check mark of, you know, being positive that day twice a week. Twice a week, you made more money than you spent. You're not going to get anywhere fast. Can you imagine then asking your financial advisor, well, why isn't my money going up? Well, because you're saving money two days out of seven and you're spending the rest. If we just associate this to any other part of our lives, it seems crazy. But for some reason, nutrition and fitness, we just have excuse because it seems like a luxury in a sense when your body is the most important thing there is. You can't help anybody in this world. You can't do any job in this world if you are not okay, right? So the people that blame their job for things, guess who's not going to be working if you have to take 35 sick days? You're not. You're not going to be helping your job with the people you work for, okay? People who blame their kids, guess who you're not going to be around for if you're constantly in the hospital or burdened with diseases or not able to move by the time you're 50? You're not helping your kids, right? I want to be around for my grandkids, so I'm going to make myself a priority now. I want to be happy and to play with my kids, so I'm going to make sure my health and fitness is a priority. 
So I know this was a short one and maybe a little more rough around the edges. I could talk about this topic for four hours. It would be very repetitive, but it's just something that I'm very adamant about and I'm sure I'll do more podcasts on this. But November is about to end. Print out a calendar. Look back at your, your month. Cross off the days you worked out and actually worked out, not just went for a walk. Like I went, I trained, put an X. If you count macros, look back, put an X where you hit your macros spot on, not triple zeros, a little bit of a cushion, put an X. If you count calories, put an X there. Okay. How consistent were you actually out of, does November have 30 days? Out of 30 days, were 20 good? Were 25 good? Were 10 good? Right? Of course, you shouldn't have workouts every day. And of course, it is impossible almost to hit your macros every day. But there should be an X in every box. Because even on your rest days from the gym, then you should focus on your macros even more. Right? So there shouldn't be any days that are missing. Every box should have an X. That's our goal. And then we're going to start to look for double X's. And then that's when you can really own your expectations and you can start pushing your expectations when you're meeting it on your end. Do that. Print it out. Fill it in. Send it to me. If you're not a client, Please send it to me on Instagram. I will gladly help you, talk to you, figure out ways. I'm here. If you're my client, we're doing it for homework. So get a head start now. I'm sending it out tomorrow. But we need to do it. We need to look at an honest view of our consistency and then start figuring out how to make this a little bit better if these are the goals we really want. Okay, so that is it for today. Nice, short, quick. I didn't make you laugh as much. I apologize. But... Something we all need to hear every once in a while. Still love you all. And if you are not a client, this is just a little sneak peek at some things we do, some of the things we focus on. I'd love to have you. I know the new year is starting, but why not start five weeks earlier, right? Only helps. There's no need to wait till 1124 to be the new you. Just start 12123 and be you five weeks earlier. Have an awesome day. Be accountable. Be consistent. Change your life.